Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. everybody. Thank you for joining me. My name is Bradley Shaw. Tonight on Between the Covers, I'm talking to author Annie Chandler Cummings, who's the author of the beautiful uh, quartet. Um, what is it? The Flower Quartet, isn't the it? Flower the Flower Quartet. Um, and tonight we're talking about the first book in the series called A Daisy in the Field. Yes. Yes. Um, and thank you for joining me again, um, Annie, to talk about this wonderful book. So please tell everyone watching uh, what to expect about uh, Daisy in the Field. Right. Uh, uh, Daisy in the Field is the first book of the Flower Quartet and she is the youngest of the four people I write about. So it is about uh, the four books cover four women over three generations in one family. And Daisy, the first book, is actually the youngest granddaughter. The second book, um, uh, A Lily in the Valley, is the grandmother. Uh, the third book, which has already been published by Shoreline, uh, A Rose in the Garden, is uh, Daisy's mother. And then the fourth book, uh, Poppy in the Meadow, is Daisy's older sister. So, wow. yep, yeah, they're all out of, uh, well, the, the last three are in order, but Daisy's just jumped ahead of the queue, which is <laughs> probably very much like her personality. Yeah. Vibrant and out there and, you know, <laughs> made her way first. That's good. Did you write them sequentially as the one, two, three, four, or did you write them in different pieces? Or uh, No, I, um, I, when I started and had the idea about Daisy and I started writing down, originally... I had it as three sisters. And then uh, that was put aside with, you know, work, etc., life, busy life. And when I came back to it, I had had an epiphany, I suppose, and thought, well, you know, everyone writes about the sisters and just one generation, and it's usually about the younger people and romance. You know, and being myself coming up to 60, I thought, why can't I do it so there's romance over all three generations? Yeah. Um, and so I replotted the characters. Daisy stayed the same and Poppy stayed the same. But I took the third sister out, Rose, and made yeah. her the mother and then brought in, in Lily. Um, and so I did write the synopsis of all four stories mm -hmm. uh, first 
um, and the outcomes and the, the the men included and an outline, a rough outline of the story. Yes. And then I started on Daisy because she was the one who spoke to me first. Mm-hmm. And throughout Daisy, you actually get uh, introduced to, of course, um, all the other three characters as you would because they at that time they all lived together in the old family homestead which was built by Lily and her late husband um, and to where Rose and the girls came back after Rose's first husband was was killed. So, and the the father of of Poppy and Daisy. So um, you are introduced to them all and learn them. And so by the time you get through to the last book, uh, you've... It, it, they follow on. They yeah. all continue on in the books as well, and uh, the family becomes bigger and bigger. What would you tell someone uh, who is starting out, based mm-hmm. on what you've learned um, in writing? What, what would you say to them? I'd say do it and, mm-hmm. and do it now. Um, I started writing properly at sixty. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're never too old or too young to start writing. Um, so so do it. You know, if it's a passion, do it. Even if you don't want to publish it mm. as a book, get and do your writing. Make yeah. it a journal. Uh, mm. Write for your children. You know, my next um, foray, and I've started all three of them, uh, for my grandchildren. I was just going to do it a, a, a one of those photo books with a story on it. Yeah. No, they want yeah. a book each that is published. So, Good. you know, I started those, the move changed everything, and now <laughs> I'm going to go, that's, you know, what Good. I'm going to go back into. So Good. there'll be three children's books coming your way to go through play time. <laughs> well, I'll put that in the list. <laughs> yes, put it in the list. Um, so, you know, do it, write it. And yeah. one of the ladies I was talking to yesterday said that she's written a book and she said, but it's not published. Mm. Um, she went to a funeral um, and the children got up and spoke so eloquently about their mother. Oh. And she said, I suddenly realised my, kid my kids would know nothing about <laughs> my history or the history of my family from Scotland. Mm. So she wrote it down and published X number of books to oh, give well, to the family. So good. that's what I'd say, you know, yeah. write. Do and it, get definitely. it out there. Yeah. You know, yeah. no and, matter and, whether it's just printed off on your computer yeah. or whether you actually make it a book. How do you know or how do you recognise you've written a book that is worth publishing or worth submitting or written a story that's worth writing? How do you know when that's the right time or right thing for, for your writing as well? I, well, I usually get people to read. Mm. You know, I have had people... So sharing um, it out. Get that, sharing get it people, out. Get people's um, feedback. Mm. Yes, and feedback early, even a chapter here and there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So people have read that and I've mm. given them a chapter at a time and they've made notes and said, you know, how does that relate to this? I mean, even Daisy, from when I self-published that originally mm. and um, other people came back to me about one of the characters and said, oh, gee, we, you know, 
the yeah. way this it kind of hung at the end we you know um yeah. and and uh samantha picked that up too in the editing and said um uh, sarah sorry and said you know what about this and i so i changed it around this time which i'd already started to write notes about and was yeah. waiting to see if uh, professionally it was picked up so yeah. i did tweak things and add a little bit to the story to make it more rounded yeah. so um but that's that's what i have done is to give out um yeah. my my writing bits and, and take bits. it on board mm. yeah yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to take a moment, Annie, um, to tell everybody watching that your book is available online and everywhere the books are sold. So you can go into your local bookshops, your libraries also, and grab a copy of Daisy in the Field coming out this month in November. Um, and also Rose in the Garden, which is out. And of course, the next couple, which is, uh, which is it? That's uh, Lily. Lily in the Valley. Lily in the Valley comes out in March next year. Yes. And we have. Uh, Poppy uh, in the Field in July next year. So all four series will be out in the next six or seven months. But at the moment, you can start reading Daisy and Rose are available through us in the Shoreline uh, and at your bookstore. So please, everybody, support Annie and her wonderful writing and her journey of these wonderful women. Um, and, every, and Annie, thank you so much for your time tonight. It's been beautiful to talk to you as always. Thank and you. Um, yeah, so for everyone watching, thank you also for joining us and grab a copy of Annie's books. And uh, everyone take care. And now that we're out of lockdown, I hope everyone has a wonderful, yes. good Christmas and um, gets to spend time with family, finally. So, um, yeah, everyone take care and stay safe and uh, buy a book and feed a hungry author. Yes, that'd be lovely. <laughs> so good night, Thanks. Annie. Thank you. Thanks very much, Brad. Bye. Bye. hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.